You're listening to the Women for Greatness podcast, episode 16, hosted by Serena Hess. First things first, guys, I just want to jump in and say a humongous thank you. Thank you for your support on the Instagram. Thank you for the support through messages, the texts that I've gotten, the reviews on iTunes. You guys are amazing, and I'm just really blown away by how much people care and how much people listen. I'm really grateful for the time that you took out of your day to send me an encouraging message about how you like the podcast or how it's helping you. So first, thank you for that. Second, I kind of want to address who I think you are. So the podcast is called Women for Greatness. Who is that? I think women that are made for greatness are the busy girl. You know, maybe you're a student and you also work part-time, you balance your family, you balance your friends. If you have a significant other, you know, you have a really busy schedule. And I just wanted to say that I am so grateful to be a part of your journey and your process of becoming this amazing and this great, great woman. Thank you for taking me along with you. Thank you for taking me in the car on your commute to work. Thank you for taking me with you when you're going around your house doing the dishes, putting laundry away. Thank you for sharing me with your friends saying, oh my gosh, you have to check out this podcast. It's amazing because people have actually done that. And I just hear stories and I'm just so grateful for you guys. Okay. Okay. Enough of the gushy mushy stuff. Let's move into the quote of the day. So it's what you do has a far greater impact than what you say. And it's said by Stephen Covey. It's really possible to be filled with thoughts, right? And filled with a bunch of ideas and things that you want to do. I get it, girl. Like I have a million and one ideas and it's hard to just choose one and pick. But what you do, right? The old saying, actions speak louder than words. If you've ever heard that saying, you know how important it is to follow through with those big ideas that you have. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to leave an impact on the world and how you can leave an impact on the world. I'm going to uncover a few stories from my life and we're just going to talk about things that you could do to change the world and your sphere of influence. My first story, um, Ben and I went to this funeral and there were probably like 500 people at this funeral. It was packed from the side of the room to the other side of the room. It was in a humongous church auditorium. And I was looking around at the different people in the room. There were young kids, probably in high school. There were middle-aged businessmen. There were a little more rough-looking men with long beards and biker outfits. Everyone was brought together because of this one man. I was amazed by the variety of people in that room, to be honest. And it left me to wonder after the funeral, how can I leave an impact on the world like that man? And that might sound kind of weird to be thinking that at a funeral, but I was just amazed as the people stood up and they shared stories about how he had left a mark on their lives. They shared stories about what he did for fun, what filled him with joy, and the amazing things that he did. And it was just amazing to me to think, wow, he was able to impact and reach so many people. How can I do that? 
Another example of how someone left an impact on me was my sixth grade teacher, uh, Mr. Nelson. So as you guys know, I waitress a few nights a week. And, you know, it was a normal night. I was waitressing and this man came in and I thought, oh my gosh, he looks so familiar, but I just can't put my finger on it. And it was bugging me until almost halfway through his meal, I remembered where I knew him from. He was my sixth grade teacher in elementary school. He was one of my favorite teachers. His name was Mr. Nelson. He was fun, had a great sense of humor, and he believed in me. He believed in my potential. He left an impact on my life. So 12 years later, when I saw him in the restaurant, that's why he was so familiar. He had a few more gray hairs, and he looked a little different, but he was still the same way I remembered him. Fun and positive, and he had a great sense of humor. I was excited to see him again, hoping he would remember me. And of course he did. So how do we recreate moments like that? Moments at the funeral where hundreds of people are around saying, I remember them for this. I remember them because they did this. Sharing amazing stories about you. Or like my teacher, Mr. Nelson, being recalled, you were the person that believed in me. You changed my life. How do we create more moments like that in our day-to-day lives? Like I said earlier, I know you girls are so busy. And if there's a couple guys out there, hey, I acknowledge you and I know you're busy too. Nowadays, I think the permanent state for people is almost just busy. We have things to look forward to, things to do, and there's never really a sense of peace and quiet anymore. So it leaves you to wonder, how can we really achieve meaning and leave an impact with a limited extra free time that we have, right? So here's what I think we have to do. I think we have to reverse engineer the process of being memorable. So we work backwards to get the result that we want, right? How do we be memorable? So what I do to kind of break this down and keep my thoughts organized, I like to journal. So in my journal, I'll ask myself, how do I want other people to remember me? And then I go into what are some things I can do in the next year to be remembered, in the next month to be remembered, in the next day to get closer to that bigger picture. Everything in life, we have to have the idea for the bigger picture to know where we are going, who we are serving, and what we are doing, right? So, Because we feel purpose when we're working towards a mission. So a few of my examples for what I want to be remembered for in this life. I want to be remembered as someone who is fun, full of life, willing to try new things, just vibrant in every possible way. I want to be someone who's known as a great leader and a great boss. I want to be someone who's known as present and constantly learning, just active and alive in life. I want to be known for generosity, extreme generosity that doesn't make any sense, that leaves people going, why did she do that? And extreme kindness, kindness that other people don't deserve, but you still do it anyway. I want there to be stories about me. It's like, you know, she did that thing and it was amazing and it was a little weird, but I remember her for that. I want to be known as someone who is active and healthy, who didn't get sucked into unhealthy eating habits and just sluggish behavior all the time. I want to be known as someone who's at peace with myself, 
with my body, with my life. So these are the things that I want to be known for. And these are obviously positive, right? We don't want to be remembered for the negative. But if you asked yourself now, if you didn't change anything, what would you be remembered for? Would it be good? Would they say things like, I remember she always listened to my stories and she was always the friend to go to if I was going through something? Or would they say something like, yeah, I remember she complains a lot or she's not always in the best mood? Whether we realize it or not, our everyday impact and our everyday emotions, other people pick up on it, you know? (laughs) Other people can sense what kind of mood we're in, what kind of attitude we have towards the world. Other people pick up on what we're going through. And it's not always the easiest. Sometimes life throws us crazy, unforeseen obstacles. And I understand, like, it can be really difficult to fight through the grain and to go against the normal and just be positive and motivated. But if you have a chance this week, I really challenge you to sit down. If you're a journaler, heck yes, do this. Sit down and write in your journal. What are the things that I want to be remembered for and how can I do something today to get closer to that thing? Your legacy, your impact on the world changes it. A lot of people forget that your voice is unique. Your voice is special. It can be kind of overwhelming because Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, it can feel like, you know, it can feel like a competition. It can feel like everybody is screaming for attention and yelling, hey, look at me, look at me, I've got something special, I'm unique too. It can make you wonder, well, what's my voice? What's my purpose in the world? Friend, I don't want you to miss out on the unique opportunity and the unique space and the unique impact that you have in your little bubble of the world because the world is humongous, right? Your little bubble of the world. I don't want you to miss out on helping the people around you. My whole thing is if one of my captions, if one of my Instagram stories, if one of my podcast episodes helps someone, then it served its purpose. If it helps multiple people, that's great and wonderful but I just am doing it for the one. In closing, I want to share a final story. And it also has to do with a night I was waitressing because apparently I learn a lot while I'm waitressing. (laughs) It was getting towards the end of the night. I was scheduled to close. And it was probably like maybe 10 minutes till we were closing. So I was in the back and I was kind of picking up everything and tidying everything up. My mind, I was already at home, already in my pajamas. I had a table and they had come in just right before we were getting ready to close. And so when they walked in, you know, I was talking with them, got them their drinks, you know, we had a little conversation. And as their meal process continued, I was kind of, you know, cleaning up more in the back. So I was tidying things off and then I would pop in and be like, hey, like still doing okay. But I guess I wasn't there as much as I thought I was. So they were really nice. But when they left, they left a comment on the receipt and I was like almost insulted by what they said. (laughs) On the um, receipt, on the top of the receipt, it said, strong start, weak finish wasn't busy period 
And it was really confusing because they were nice, they didn't say anything that they were having an unenjoyable time, but they left me with that comment. And okay, that's fine for waitressing, that can easily be fixed, you could just do better next time, right? Or they could communicate with that for you and you could apologize. But that single comment kind of haunted me for life. Strong start, weak finish. I think sometimes as we get older, we kind of feel like, oh, I already did my best. Those were my glory days, and now I just go on autopilot. As a second reminder, I just wanted to say, you still have skill and talent and a voice, and as long as you're living and as long as you're breathing, you have a purpose here, and you have a reason that you need to be on this earth, and your job is not done. Do not have a strong start and a weak finish. There are opportunities and ideas that need to happen that are inside of you. Les Brands quote that the richest place in the world is the graveyard because that's where all of the amazing ideas in the world go to die. What? (laughs) That is so sad and so crazy. I don't want you to go through life twiddling your thumbs, scrolling on Instagram, watching other people do the things that you want to do just because you're afraid of what someone else is going to think, just because you don't know if you can do it, just because you've never done it before. Most of the successful people in the world had no idea how they were going to do it, but they still did it. You guys, I love you and I want to see you reach your full potential. You are a woman made for greatness. Do you remember that daily? Do you recognize that? Do you take responsibility for that, that you were made for greatness? Made, specifically, on purpose and for a purpose. Is any of that resonating with you? Doesn't that motivate you or inspire you or just empower you to pursue more? Guys, I know we want to be known, we want to be loved, we want to be seen, but instead of all of those things, just look to yourself and think, what can I do today? What small thing can I do today? For me, leaving an impact on the world is maybe putting my phone down when I go to coffee with my friend. Leaving an impact on the world is calling my mom, calling my dad, and knowing that I am a family person. I value family highly. Leaving an impact on the world. It doesn't always look like presenting on a stage. It doesn't always look like competing in the Olympics. It doesn't always look like becoming a scientist and curing cancer. Leaving your impact on the world is different for everybody. It just depends on what your skills are, what your talents are, what you're passionate about. Every single person on this planet, whether you see it or not, has a unique design, a unique buildup, and a unique purpose. Friend, I love you. I hope you know your purpose. I hope you feel your purpose. And I hope this episode motivates you to leave an impact on the world. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Women for Greatness podcast. I was so excited to share with you and to talk to you directly. We've had a lot of really amazing guests and I just wanted to talk to you myself because this podcast journey has been so fun and exciting. I cannot wait to share with you what's next in the podcast and 
I appreciate all of the love and support. If you were encouraged by this episode or any past episodes, could you leave us a review on iTunes? It would mean the world to me and it helps other people find the show. Until next time, friends, keep on thinking about how you can leave your unique impact on the world. Bye guys.